So you guys didn't see what just happened, but <laughs> welcome again, Unscripted. We're back again here. I don't know if I should introduce him or do you want to introduce yourself or? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Jay Johnson. That's uh, the yeah. man. Pleasure to be here. That's the man. That single, same. We're going to get into that nice. 100%. Very, very, very unique, very good. Melodically, you know, it, it's a very, very good song. Um, you. As you can see today, Shagan Shegs is not here uh, for Unforeseen but the show goes on, the show goes on. So, um, let's talk first, you know, about the current climate we're in, you know. We've just kind of officially come out of lockdown. What's the last year looked like for you? Oh man, that's been an intense one. A um, lot of ups and downs, as everyone, I suppose. It's been, uh, I suppose the word is tumultuous. It's been, it's been interesting, man. Just another... First time I heard that word, to be honest. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been, uh, I've seen it as an interesting catalyst for growth. Yeah. You know, like every situation in life. Um, yeah, okay, just a little bit about me back in the day, or pre-COVID. So... Um, what I also love to do, you know, obviously music is my main passion, but yeah. um, I'm also a business developer. Okay. So I <laughs> develop dope. hospitality businesses. That's dope. Um, I used to manage a little live music venue, which is a sort of club as well in East London. Um, I was also managing a private catering business. Anyway, I was, I was doing a bunch of stuff. Um, That's dope. Yeah, like bits everywhere. Uh, and everything was going good, music was yeah. going good, I was gigging all the time. And then within about the space of a week, I had about four streams of income, or five, including the music, just stopped altogether. Of course, yeah. And that was just like, well, you know, um, and at the time I was living, I was living in a nice flat in Shoreditch, um, like on Hackney Road between Shoreditch and Hoxton. And yeah, I was just like, man, I can't, can't be here anymore. It's all expense, <laughs> no yeah, income. So yeah, 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 yeah. straight away I had to move houses, which is the first major thing. Um, when this whole thing hit, I had to move houses, find a place. Um, I was living in Angel for a little while. Afterwards, I moved pretty much back <laughs> exactly where I was before. It's because I love the Hackney area, um, yeah. even though I'm from South Philly. Uh, and yeah, just been back in Hackney since. It's been interesting. I mean, I've gone back to a lot of streams of you know of ways of making money that um, you know I was I was only doing when I was like 17, 18. You know, I've had to go back to that because there's just the inner thing going. Uh, but yeah, it's been cool. Been creating as always. Um, you know, managed to uh, get involved with a great studio. Um, I was managing a studio called Pepper Street Studio mm -hmm. um, for the first few months of this year. Just uh, now they're just in the process of moving, um, finding a bigger studio. They're really cool. They're attached to a charity called Salute. Okay. Um, doing amazing stuff for young people um, and you know creatives in general and people looking to get into the creative and arts industries. So yeah, that's been cool. That's that's been more recently. But yeah, man, it's just been, it's been a lot going on. I can't yeah. lie, stuff to condense it all into that's an answer, good, that's Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds, that's awesome, man. I mean, like, regarding creating as well, was it challenging during in phases, or was it easy? Did, like, was there any change to how you kind of created? Yes, actually, there was. So, like I said, when I uh, realised I needed to move home, uh, I was actually... <laughs> So I had a business partner at the time, he was managing a restaurant on Brick yeah. Lane. Um, and I set up a makeshift studio on their first floor because that wasn't being used. I basically brought all my gear, I brought my my guitars, brought my MIDI keyboard, um, yeah, bought like, you know, 
couple dumbbells. <laughs> Working out. Yeah, okay, yeah, like cool. pretty much. It was like a, it was just like a little space for me, so everything was there. Mm-hmm. Um, all my music gear was there, microphone, laptop, all this stuff. So I was creating there for quite a while. Uh, I remember writing, remember writing, producing, um, and mixing and also mastering a tune called Almondize. Um, okay. Almondize. <laughs> um, yeah, all within the space of a day up there, which was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I hadn't done something like that before, uh, all on my own. So yeah, it was really interesting. But yeah, I had, I feel like I had bursts of creativity. Like some days and some weeks, I would just be like extremely creative. And other times, I just, you know, um, the, the inspiration wouldn't be there as much. But of course, you just always got to create through those <laughs> uh, gaps of inspiration. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been all right. It's been, I guess, just up and down as well. Before the pandemic, it was definitely a lot more consistent. Um, mm. But yeah, that consistency is slowly, slowly building itself back up. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's good to hear because obviously, as I've spoken to people in the last, well, since the beginning of like mid pandemic till now, last year, up until well, last year particularly, felt like two two different years, where the first three months was all normal. And then obviously with what just came literally just took every it was like a movie i always just think it was like a movie like yeah yeah it was insane man like (laughs) it was just it there was just a point where it just wasn't funny anymore (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think everyone knew at that point it was like oh wow like we actually got Exactly. <laughs> Switch up how we live yeah, yeah, <laughs> drastically. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was an interesting one. The first three months was so great, though. Yeah. First three months I of 2020. Like, I feel like everyone I've spoken to is this, even for me. Like the first three months was so good. So yeah, it's weird. It was amazing, man. I mean, even it was just so light-hearted. Everyone was always, you know, it was. I feel like the whole atmosphere, a new decade as well. Exactly. I feel like the whole atmosphere in general was just a lot more light-hearted, a lot more cheerful. Um, you know, and everyone was just like making jokes, and then you know everyone just started making jokes about Corona, and then all of a sudden, yeah, exactly. It just I wasn't remember funny. it now. And then it just wasn't funny yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Then you had people even protesting against the lockdown. Yeah. Then you know we had fluxes of going in and out of lockdowns in the last year. Uh, yeah, very, very mad. Very, very, very mad. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I know it's not really how it's meant to go, but what was it like for you? Like, what what was going on? Uh, well, um, for me, I, um, literally two weeks before lockdown hit in London, I was away with my missus uh, on a holiday, uh, and we were seeing like you know, the memes. We saw people <laughs> in London like, why are people wearing supermarkets and raiding toilet paper? It doesn't make any sense. Um, but when we came back to London, like third week of March, I think, I, I still can't forget it, obviously, because of the coincidence. It was that week where everything was locked down uh, and everything changed. Um, I was work, as well as, you know, crazy doing this, I was working part time um, and uh, I was on furlough. So I, I was at home. Uh, the missus working from home um it was very interesting i mean i wish he was here shagan when i was speaking to him about it um 
we agree that there were elements we missed, you know, because life kind of slowed down uh, over the last year. But however, um, just being stuck, being at home, not being able to do what you are, not being able to get into like normal activities on a weekly basis, kind of it kind of gets to you, you know. As you said, it it loses the staying home element. You lose the enjoyment quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny though seeing some people get caught. You know, I know actually know some a few people that nearly got into trouble like housing um, uh, parties and whatnot that they probably shouldn't have. <laughs> um, but it was very interesting, and I agree with what you said. You know, before in terms of it being like an opportunity for growth. Um, well, that sounds intense. Yeah. So you basically got back, and it was this. Lock yeah yeah literally <laughs> lock off it's like what what is actually happening right now mm. you know like th this ain't normal this ain't normal uh but yeah caught everyone for a surprise by surprise sorry um and uh no one could have planned for something like that yeah, um, just hoping that there isn't another one around the corner but let's see because Boris works on his own clock. Yeah, literally. No, they say Boris works in mysterious ways. I like that one. I made that up right now. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Come on. I like, I like that one. I like that. A few have been coming up with different like catchphrases with Boris simultaneously when they've come on. I, I like that one. I'll put on the top three. I definitely put on the top three. But yeah, let's get into the music, man. Um, so first we need to talk about the the song, the yeah, same, the same. How did that song, bro? It's awesome. When I first heard it, um, I don't know if some people have told you, it's uh, it's it's such a unique sound, you know. At first, I was like, wait, what is this? Not necessarily in a bad way, but in the like, what 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 kind of category am I putting this music in? But the the lyrics overlaid on top of the you know the instrumental and how it all come kind of came together bro that's the tune man oh, that, that's the that's the tune like i can i don't know obviously it's raining today but mm. <laughs> i can play that you know i don't know driving or just in the background it's a feel-good tune it's good man thank you bro. it's really really that. good man. yes uh, really good I link will myself. be in the description as well don't worry appreciate it yeah, yeah. it's um yeah, that was a really cool one. I remember my manager uh, sent over the beat, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is a dope one. I'm gonna jump on this." Mm. Um, wrote to it for just over a couple of days. Uh, yeah, just wow, it sounds just like, that was easy. So you knew how you were gonna kind of tackle it already. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a bit about my musical background. So I started playing the cello when I was eight. Mm. And I was classically trained for eight years. Wow. Uh, I'll just give you a little timeline. So it was cello from. I saw the guitars on 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 your at the event. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I love it. Guitar's my main instrument now. Okay. Um, and that was the first thing I did. So after I, I was I was playing cello for eight years, getting mm. lessons for eight years, so up until I was sixteen. Um, started teaching myself guitar when I was thirteen. Started writing songs when I was fifteen. Started producing when I was seventeen. Started engineering when I was nineteen. Then I was twenty-one. Um, started managing this live music venue. Uh, and yeah, twenty-three is when I started managing a, a music studio. Yeah, here we are. Like for me, I'm so obsessed, man. I'm so obsessed. I'm, I'm so thankful that it can actually be a profession and a stream of income. Otherwise, 
I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Of course, <laughs> of course. But, um, yeah, yeah, good thing, uh, you know, humanity appreciates music. I mean, how could we not? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> so i'm able to have the yeah, privilege yeah. of making a living doing absolutely what i love you know i'm I'm so obsessed with it man like the way sound sounds in the real world and in the digital realm i'm just like so fascinated the whole yeah. time it's yeah. funny i was saying this uh i had a solo gig in uh Shoreditch on tuesday it was yeah, really yeah, cool yeah. and uh there was a little interview um or the host was like hey i want to ask you a couple questions after after i performed he was like so how'd you get into it all? And I explained to the audience that for me, it's the fact that our field of perception when it comes to sound is 360 degrees, whereas mm. with vision and sight, it's only 210, right? Yes, and That's what true. makes me feel like I receive a much clearer picture of my environment because of sound, because mm. I can pinpoint exactly where a sound is coming from, whether it's behind me, whether it's in front, right? That's that. a very that's a very unique perspective. Here, but <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's wonderful. I chat about this for ages because there are three dimensions to sound as well. Obviously, you've got um, forward and back, which is just volume. Yeah. Because if something's louder, it sounds. If something is closer, it sounds louder. Of course. Um, left and right, of course, we've got two ears, and up and up and down would be the frequency. So you can have a nice kick of bass at the bottom, and you can have you know some lovely female vocals or hi hats at the top. Yeah, so that's how I conceptualize it. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love yeah, it. I, I love you. it. I love it. I'll geek out on this for hours, man. Someone's going to stop me. Yeah, no, I, I just love it, man. Um, yeah, all the way from, like, you know, playing instruments, all the way up to engineering, man. I just, yeah, I love it all. I, I appreciate it. Well, not to that extent, but I, 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 unfortunately, I'm not that, I'm not on that level yet, maybe. But I appreciate, you know, um, the, the tech and um, the art of, you know, sound. And I've been appreciating it uh, since the age of maybe, let's say, 16, 17. This was when um, I was in college, made my own money, and I bought my first uh, Beats headsets. And at that time, like, it was being advertised that, you know, you've never heard a song this way or that way. Um, so I really do appreciate and look out, you know, for those kind of details. Uh, in um, different forms of type of music, so I can relate in some way, and it's it's definitely appreciated, definitely appreciated. But you know, you, you you can you sound like you do everything, man. You're a jack of all trades, bro. <laughs> well, I I just I'm just so fascinated, man. I'm I'm so fascinated, like yeah, like really intrigued about me. I grew up uh, pretty much alone indoors. You know, I, I had pretty strict parents. I was always indoors. I was always like reading, learning, studying. You know, I was such a massive nerd in school. Uh, you know, I was always, always learning because for me, learning is like, you know, the best way to evolve of whilst course. you're alive. Um, and yeah, man, I always found solace and comfort in knowledge and being able to apply it and how it allowed one's perspective to shift so drastically mm. in terms of just how you see the world in general. And for me, that was always something I gravitated to because, yeah, it brought me a lot of comfort and joy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like learning. I'm such a big nerd. Like I, I love reading. I'm always, yeah, <laughs> always yeah. reading as much as I can. Yeah. Um, whether it's about music, sound, or anything else I'm interested in. But yeah, I mean, for me, music is just. It really is everything. Like you know, everything is vibrations at the end of the day. Um, yeah. And the only reason we can't hear 
absolutely every single object which is vibrating is because our ears aren't sensitive enough yeah, sometimes i fantasize and my imagination goes mad and i wonder what would all this sound like you know yeah. i mean it would be very low low hum but if we could actually yeah yeah could hear, hear the details in it yeah, yeah. then yeah it would that's be fascinating yeah. <laughs> no that's dope i, I appreciate that. that's so cool so in terms of like maybe music idols or people you looked up to who are the types who are the guys or women um, well, for me, growing up, uh, I actually really liked, uh, there was a group called Sixpence and Under Witcher. I liked a lot of, funny enough, I liked a lot of chick flicks <laughs> songs, because okay. we listened to that, like, going to amusement parks, me and my family. Okay, fair enough. Um, Tracy Chapman, of course, Bob Dylan, mm. uh, the guy okay. who really made me decide to be a musician, because I was on track to becoming a uh, doctor once upon a time <laughs> i'm sure uh, at some point all of us are so you understand what we're talking yeah. about yeah no i mean i i was such a big nerd as well i was, I was very close but last minute i was like no i just want to do music and because of this if i had to pinpoint um, a single artist it would be this guy called ben howard i heard his album called every kingdom and i was just like man i gotta make music um but yeah that was such a seminal album mm. lauren hill of course that was the first cd i ever bought in this education of lauren hill mm. Bangers in there, <laughs> seminal tunes, yeah. still popping till today. That's you know the kind of music I want to make, music that stands the test of time. Um, yeah, and just, I mean a lot of even more recent artists now. You know, I quite listen to I listen to quite a bit of Kendrick as well, quite a bit of everything actually. Um, even like a bit of dance music, like Carl Cox, a bit of house techno. You know, whenever I want to focus, um, <laughs> I listen to a lot of side trance, okay. <laughs> which is like. Sometimes. It's very, um, it's, it's basically like trance music. It's very, very fast paced usually. And um, whenever I need to focus, uh, because my mind works really, really quick, I feel. Okay, uh, so the, it's like it has to keep up with you. Exactly. Of. So the music makes me, gives me an immediate sense like of urgency. Yeah, of yeah. urgency. And okay. it's just like, <laughs> whatever you're doing, you have to do it to the best of your ability and you have to do it urgently okay <laughs> like, that's that's wow that's yeah. that's the difference out of the, the spectrum because obviously some people will listen to calmer music mm. you know just to kind of not necessarily take their mind off what they're doing but um to kind of steady themselves well, not me. <laughs> 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 I, need I mean when it comes to only when i'm focusing obviously when i'm chilling you know i love the lo-fi hip-hop um, and really one of the reasons i decided to start going down that route um especially after this whole like year or so is because it was you know i mean it's been pretty stressful the last couple of years really mm. and truly um and you know lo-fi hip-hop was just uh really there for me to just be able to chill out and zone out of mm. all the news all the media stuff all the just noise of pandemic it was just like a good way for me to just i don't know just reminisce about when times were or when at least i could chill a bit more exactly. um, in terms of uh security of what's going to happen over the next few weeks yeah because yeah, yeah. Um, back then literally no one knew what was going on it was like it was like what's going to happen exactly in a couple hours 100%. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah you know that's why i gravitated to it yeah, I love that stuff now. More yeah. very, very chill, love fire yeah. boats on the way. What part of what part of the music process do you love the most? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> you got time. I love <laughs> I love that. I love writing lyrics. Um I really do. Uh I find it um I find it very exposing. And I love I love how it makes me 
I love how it makes me feel. It makes me feel like I've just uh, had a massive catharsis. You know, mm. I, I really, really love it. Um, just before you carry on as well, just for me to interject, just for me to ask you a quick question before you answer that first question, initial question. Um, do you listen and then write or write and listen? Because we've had a few hours on it, they did different stuff. You mean listen to like another an song? Yeah, you... an instrumental. Mm. Well, and then you write. It or... goes both ways, really. It goes both ways because sometimes, yeah, it really goes both ways because sometimes I'll hear an instrumental and I'm like, oh, I already got an idea for that. Or sometimes something I heard a couple years ago, maybe just a hi-hat pattern or a melody played on a flute. I'll be like, mm, I wonder what that same melody sounds like with this little tweak, but on a violin. Okay. And if I use it as a side melody and yeah. I build everything else around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it tends to be quite extensive. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's all about creating space for sounds to reside. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really love it, man. It's, it's, it's so cool. So for me, it really goes both ways. In most cases, like if my management give me a tune or an instrumental, um, most times it will be hit or miss. Sometimes I can actually be like, I'll listen to it over maybe two, three days. And on the second or third day, I'll be like, okay, cool. I think I got something for this mm. because I just experienced something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or sometimes I'm like, okay, this is like, say a verse or like a hook. I think it's really wicked. I'm going to just go, I'm, I'm going to go with this, like read it a couple of times and see what's the first chord that comes to mind mm. or melody mm-hmm. or drum pattern yeah. or bass line. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I mean, for me, what I really love, um, I really, really like producing. I can't lie. I love producing. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. always something that's always fascinated me, you know, the it's, likes of Dre and all those guys as well. It's a wonderful art form, man, because, I mean, producing essentially is just adding layers. Um, and one of my one of my favorite quotes, I think it's from Herbie Hancock, um, uh, is y- you never... You know, if you go to a concert, you'll never hear an audience member say, "Oh, that guy should have played more notes." <laughs> like, mm. You know, you, yeah, you, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so people's imagination point. always fills up the space. Of so course. I, so I feel like the music should be like, just like I don't know, maybe a banister down some really lovely stairs. <laughs> you know, like a very nice spirally staircase, and you know, the music is just a banister that you hold people, yeah. you know, to that people are attached to as they go down this journey of, yeah. you know. And then people go as far as they want to go. Exactly. Okay. Um, so for me, it's all about it's all about space, you know, uh, yeah. where things are in terms of space, in terms of frequencies when it comes to engineering, space in terms of time, of course, when you uh, set tracks to trigger and sounds to trigger. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like one of the most interesting things, especially when you're producing, is you hear the individual layers individually of course because you've made them individually mm-hmm. but when you play it our mind intellectualizes it as one sort of source and i don't know for me it's just a different kind of space because mm. even like because sound is so so primal it's just so it's it, it's so gripping i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to describe I know, it i know what you're so doing, forever fascinated. Yeah. um so yeah i mean i'll say but then again i think engineering is a close second um you know, I love the technical aspects because you can really... Yeah. You can there are really very few people that do shine. that, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, at least from the people that I've spoken of that, you know, are creatives who doing music mm-hmm. in whatever aspect, especially art, 
like artistically in terms of being the rapper or the singer mm-hmm. there are a few people that you know have a, at least some kind of grip on the engineering process yeah i mean it's it's an important one it's funny how i actually got into that so i used to have a mentor um and for for about i think for about six months i was sleeping on his couch when i was like yeah i was like 19 when i started um and <laughs> Yeah, he just gave me a really intense crash course on how to do it. We did some we did some gigs together, like some recording performances. We recorded like choirs, all sorts of different kinds of music, some like jazz bands and stuff, like all sorts of different kinds of just sound in general. Mm-hmm. That's why for me it's just like sound and then genres are just like, you know, colours at the end of the day for mm-hmm. me. Um, but really I like to paint the colourful masterpieces. <laughs> so I think um, you know, and that was that was very interesting for me to see how music is really just sound, but we just we just understand it in certain parameters, uh, and when you can replicate those parameters, you can make music out of sounds. Mm. Um, but of course, those parameters are ever changing. Yeah. So um, yeah, for me that was a really interesting one. I love that because after that, um, I managed to start freelancing. So I was doing a lot of live stuff. Um, I used to I used to have an office in Cargo. Shoreditch uh, Questionable Club. <laughs> well, actually, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> Interesting clientele, I'll say. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a fun one. Obviously, Digger Stuff in Shoreditch was quite a nice, nice spot. It was very, mm-hmm. it was very intense back in the day. Yeah. Um, and you know, my role was to be on call, not only at Cargo, so that's where the office was. That's where I'd usually be, but I'd be on call um, between about twenty other venues that that company owned. And my job would be to fix engineering issues as they arose in real time. So mm. we had a massive group chat and we'd be like, hey, hey Jay, can you come over? Jump on my bike, head to the venue, be like, what's good? Fix the problem, go back to the office, boom, mm. sorted. Um, so yeah, you know, I just, I create my life so that I'm always around music. Like, like yeah. the clout, the fame, the, all that stuff's good. But I just, I just want the music, like, yeah. Yeah. like that, that can all be over yeah. there. But yeah. <laughs> just yeah. leave me with my music. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's appreciated, and uh, it's, it's, it's. I think it's, it's amazing in an authentic kind of way because even um, one of the other artists that we had on, um, she was saying how in her free time, uh, she would be looking for. Of course, you don't have to be an artist to go to concerts, but her life even outside of whatever she was doing, was always geared to that at the same time. So am I right to presume that that only just makes the process easier, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I absolutely loved, um, you know, when I was managing that live music venue, it was amazing. Like we had a, we also had a lot of club nights, but at the end of the day, I was just always around music. Um, sometimes I step in if the sound engineer's double booked himself, but you know, I just do my thing. I'm just always there around the music. So I just created my life so that I'm always around music. <laughs> Basically, I don't, I, I didn't even care too much what I was doing yeah, as long yeah, as yeah, I could yeah. be around music. Because yeah. so many times I'd be doing whatever it is I'm doing, um, you know, maybe at the venue, maybe you know, in the studio, or like just, um, uh, you know, doing something else, something random. Um, and obviously, there's always going to be music in whatever environment. Oh, I'm cool. in. Um, one of the other artists that we had on, um, she was saying how in her free time. Uh, she would be looking for of course you don't have to be an artist to go to concerts but her life even outside of whatever she was doing was always geared to that at the same time so am I right to presume that 
that only just makes the process easier you know oh absolutely yeah like i absolutely loved um you know when i was managing that live music venue it was amazing like we had a we also had a lot of club nights but at the end of the day i was just always around music um sometimes i step in if the sound engineers double book himself from you know i just do my thing i'm just always there around the music so i just created my life so that i'm always around music <laughs> basically i don't I, I didn't even care too much what i was doing yeah, as long yeah, as yeah, i could yeah. be around music because yeah. so many times i'd be doing whatever it is i'm doing um you know maybe at the venue maybe you know in a studio or like just um uh you know doing something else something random um and obviously there's always going to be music in whatever environment of I'm course, in. Yeah. Um, and i just pick up on, on the sound or production technique and I'll immediate my mind will immediately deconstruct it and I'll be like, boom, gonna bring out my phone, write that in my notes, how I know I'm gonna yeah, understand yeah. it when I get wow. back behind my MacBook and just replicate that yeah. kind of technique and see how I can fit it in into my current production um, toolbox. Wow. That's it. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. This guy is having a problem, man. <laughs> no, I'm so passionate, man. That's yeah, thank God it's like No, I, I love I love the energy, man. I love it. I love it, I love because it shows it, it then it, it naturally shows in like what you do you yeah. know it will just naturally like it won't be something that is forced you know um i'm sure you kind of i don't know word for word the quote but um when you find something that you love doing it's not a job anyway in any kind of way you know and everything just becomes everything kind of outpours naturally in terms of how you do it you know and um and the quality you know uh, that that kind of comes out of it too Absolutely. I mean, I, a lot of the time um, when I post stuff uh, like on socials, I'm always, you know, describing my life as a journey through sound and exploration through sound. Because for me, that's what it is at the end of the day. Um, like sound is just, yeah, it's, it's, it's so amazing. <laughs> so wonderful. And it's funny, like even sometimes like um, I'll hear things and people will be like, wow, how did you how did you hear that? But for me, it's because I'm, I'm every day I'm training my ears and of making course, sure they're even more, more precise. Yeah, I think that's that's when you know you're becoming a specialist, because just like any athlete or engineer or doctor, you can start to see and hear things that the average person can't. So that's, that's <laughs> something to get that. excited about. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> that's you. that's dope. That's dope. That's so that's so cool. I think everyone should aim to pursue to be a specialist in in in, in something because it's um it's it's a i think it's a good self-accomplishing thing as well at the same time um obviously we all have our own purpose mm -hmm. um, it certainly it certainly um just elevates your self-image a lot regardless of whatever the field is i mean for me it just so happened to be music but whatever field um you know feel is really calling you um you know when you really get stuck in like and i mean over well, I mean, I've been doing music for over since I was eight, so over a decade now. Um, you know, coming up to like two decades. Um, when you really, get, when you really get stuck in, it's just like it's, it's it's such a wonderful feeling. It really gives you such a strong sense of purpose. Um, you know, which gives you just a great reason to um, you know keep keep uh, chugging along and yeah, yeah, yeah. living life. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> and you're actually enjoying the journey. You know as opposed to of course you have goals and targets and uh, ends and means but you're enjoying it and as you're enjoying it you're not counting the steps on the ladder mm. and i think that's key you know whatever we do you know it's key that 
you're enjoying it and it's it's truly a journey that you're embarking on it's not something that it's not like you know when you're in school and you're you're counting down the hours last period you know, <laughs> yeah 20 minutes uh, left watching the clock or you might i used to there was a point i was working in re retail in like uni college times and you're looking at the clock and thinking like okay when am i going to be able to clock out when i'm going to go um so yeah that's cool man that's i think that's integral you know um that's integral but um on our topic uh for the day and you kind of alluded to already before it's funny it's weird when when guests come on and they do that it's quite strange <laughs> um in terms of musical substance mm -hmm. um you mentioned artists like kendrick cole uh i wanted to i want to have a conversation with you sorry um in regards to looking at the landscape of our culture today where our attention span has gone down uh, and there's becoming less and less you know fewer less space for even you know as you alluded to like uh, the quality of music like Lauren Hills you know um, if you want to even go as, as far as that um, go far back as far as that there's less and less space basically for people you know and in our culture um, for people to accept not even much accept but really cherish the substance you know of music that is relatable it's normally you know and there's nothing wrong the club hits the hype the hot singles um, but what's what are your observations when it comes to like the landscape of our culture when it comes to musical substance and you know everything else if, if you can categorize it kind of like that Hmm. Well, that's interesting. The first thing I think of is actually a conversation I was having yesterday yeah. um, with a friend of mine, also a great, great music producer. Um, so we've just started this thing where we're looking to make a lot of instrumentals for a lot of artists. Anyway, he was saying, um, we were just talking about the music as well, and he was saying like it's, it's different, like people don't really gravitate to music with substance anymore. Mm. And I said to him, well, the reality is it tends to be an older generation that really pay attention to what they're hearing right that's what they really pay attention to like lyrics and and, and specificities of sound whereas mm. younger generations tend to focus more on visuals because of course that's your attention span because you convey you whatever is being conveyed is being conveyed at all times when it's something visual or something you can see um even if even if that's a picture or an image, it's always extremely appealing. And of course, sight is our most dominant sort of sense that we use to navigate the world. Uh, so it's just it everything just becomes all about how it looks because that's the quickest way to convey a kind of brand or image is through looks. Because sound is going to take time because you need to listen to the whole file, you know. And people don't have time for that, you know. It's <laughs> true. <And, laughs> you know what I mean. <clears throat> so. For me, I feel like that's been <clears throat> the stimulus for the degradation of, I guess, the quality of music being made nowadays, um, generally. Like, I, don't, I can't speak um, of course. across the whole board, because of course there is always still great music being, course, yeah. being put out there. Um, but of course, it just seems like it's hard to get away from the music that is lacking substance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's true. Everywhere you go, the radio, 
yeah. TikTok, Instagram, Insta. YouTube. <clears throat> yeah, it can't be. Um, <clears throat> you can't. You can't run away from it. So it's. I feel like that's really the the main reason because there's just such a massive information overload. Like there's so much information, um, and you know, no one's gonna live forever. So. We're yeah. basically trying to, like, just before a test, we're trying to cram it all in. Yeah, 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 no, I fully agree. <laughs> um, and that's resulted in the shorter attention spans of, you know, a lot of people. I feel like just in general, I definitely feel like my attention span has, has dropped a lot. And that also reminds me of a quote uh, I heard yesterday, just yesterday, which is, your only limited, your only limitation is your attention span. Mm. <laughs> it's and, true, though. And, yeah, <laughs> that's some real that's some real stuff right there I was about to swear I don't know if yeah, you can. Yeah. that's some real stuff right there uh, and uh, the poverty of your imagination they are your only limitations mm. and I was like like yo I was like this is so deep because I catch myself constantly losing focus like one of Anderson Pack's lines in um, in oh, I can't remember the song he says the hardest thing is to keep from being distracted, you know, and that mm, is the hardest it's thing. So, it, it's, it's so, so tough, it's like, it's so hard. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't, it's one of the hardest things. Like, how do you stay focused on one thing for a prolonged period of time? Well, I mean, I actually recently discovered and <laughs> there's a great YouTube video called How to Be 10 Times More Productive, which I aim to watch every day. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I've watched that before. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. Anyway, I solution apparently is to do sprints where you focus for like 25 minutes but even that is tough man um so in general i feel like it's partly due to the overload of information <clears throat> partly due to the nature of how we perceive the world and how we can gather information and the speed at which our different senses provide us with information or with seemingly coherent information um yeah and just just the evolution of, of societies in general it's becoming very everything is just so saturated like yeah like everyone's dad yeah. mom and grandma does music like really and truly like i feel like sometimes i feel like why should i say i do music of course i do music like who doesn't do music nowadays <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah it's, it's just it's just the way it is however i do have a very positive outlook of it um the uh, yeah, the best will always you know rise to the top, you know, mm. or, or the the quality will always shine. Yeah, know? I agree. At, at least in now, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I agree. At least now there, are, you know, we we do have a few. Um, we mentioned already Kendrick Cole, even though Kendrick hasn't dropped a project <laughs> so long. Yeah, I mean, even some of our UK guys as well. You know, yeah, UK guys, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's it's cool. It's good to see. It's yeah. cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you think of it, though, does it does it frustrate you in any way? Like, because I get a sense that now to find this type of, that type of music, if I can say conscious music, um, where it's still good music, but it's it's more it has more substance. You know, it, it will live for longer. Mm. You know, at least what I found, I think you can relate to, is that that type of music it it tends to have a longer timeline. You know, in terms of its relatability and know on top of the quality that it has to but do you ever feel some kind of frustration that people are looking for that kind of music less and less or Ooh. worry even worry as an artist yourself creatively that people 
you know, I want to say I don't think people are looking for it less and less. I just think people have fewer avenues to find it mm. because, of course, um, you know, majors are just taking the entire attention economy because um, really, truly, the only currency is attention at the end of the day um, because to even get anyone to purchase any product or service is expensive exactly so the only currency um or at least when it comes to this sort of uh marketing is attention you know uh and it's just difficult because you have billboards everywhere even if you're thinking even if you're trying to start thinking of okay where can i find more niche and underground music before you know it you got a billboard of drake or when i open my spotify i'll see new releases and bank exactly to lay singles out yeah and you're just like oh, can i only be bothered to go trawling or should i just yeah. hit this big button where i can it yeah it's true it's but when struggle. you do find it it's so satisfying though it really is it really is man when you do when you find like a niche um you know artist like um for me a guy i've been listening to a lot recently is a guy called berwin so sick. he recently got nominated by for mobile okay he's uh, got a tune called snakes on my nokia banger oh my is god it? absolute banger i'm gonna the sample at the you. start everything like oh it's such a banger tune um yeah he's fully wicked also benjamin ad uh, a cool a wicked drummer called amani um i used to work with put me onto him he's an amazing rapper as well like this kind of music exactly what it's so it's so real that is for me that is like music with substance music that can last you know mm. uh bowen benjamin ad these kind of guys you know doing doing real you know real kind of stuff um obviously there's so many other like singers bell cobain joy joy crooks um yeah a lot of people just you know just doing bits in the music scene um doing a lot of cool stuff so you said benjamin ad yeah Okay, cool. Well, he's a guy to check out. He's got a tune called Broke. Bang it tune. Okay. Had that on repeat for time. <laughs> when I say time, it's Snakes on my Nokia by Bowen as well. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, th- I feel like it is harder to find music with substance, but of course, it's always there. Yeah. yeah. yeah always be How about for you then, as, as an artist? I mean, do you or do you think you would ever feel that pressure? In terms of how you how you are creatively, what you actually create. In terms of pressure to conform, yeah, to conform, or to gear it towards what people you know are kind of going towards or gravitating to. Uh, I mean, I feel like both both sides of the field. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I feel like as you get to higher echelons of the music industry and entertainment industry in general um by its very nature uh because of what it's called industry <laughs> finance is <coughs> a key if yeah, not yeah. the ultimate goal <laughs> yeah. so that pressure is just built into the, that system um for me personally, I realized this and I've been realizing this over the past couple of years. I certainly have felt the pressure. The pressure's been there. Um, I feel like any artist who's really starting to make it, it will inevitably feel that pressure more and more. Um, mm-hmm. However, what I'm doing now, because uh, because music isn't my only stream of income, of course. Um, in fact, I think, I think it would be, this might be... <laughs> um unexpected but for me it would be it wouldn't be ideal for me to just be known as just music because 
I do so many things, man. Mm, like, don't get me wrong. Music is like my baby. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. music has had me. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, when literally, um, like, no one else in the entire world has had me. Exactly. Um, you know, like, no friends, no family. And I say that with Chester's had me. Music has been there. So, obviously, that's it. Um, uh, you know, but I do so many other things, man. I also love cooking, love, love doing a bunch yeah, of yeah. stuff. I know? actually, I don't so, know if you, if you heard and saw, like, yeah. some of... Um, I don't know what to call it, but you heard Skepta's EP. And, I haven't yet. Yeah, actually, that's and how and some of the news that was circulating last week, but he said, I don't know if he's going to retire or not. Hopefully not. But um, he said that him just doing music would be a waste of his potential. Exactly. You know, and this brings me to the statement that was going to answer your question, which is that for me um, now, because I have so many. Because I have a lot of energy and I have a lot I want to give out to the yeah. world, I realized that I can actually fund my music career um, by myself. And I'm starting to, over the past like, year or so, I've started implementing systems that make sure I can put out exactly what I want to put mm. out. And I don't have to be worried about the, um, the finances of it because my finances are already patterned that I've already, you know, because I've exactly. been able to do yeah. it. So now I can just put out the music, yeah, yeah. you know, however well it does financially, it does financially, yeah. but really and truly, the main aim has always been spiritual fulfillment. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I spoke that, yeah. That's it. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's dope. That's so cool, man. Um, and it, I think it's, it's, so, it's, so, it's so dope as well because when I think about it, going back again, you know, to what's representing what you're saying too. It's like, in the day and age we are in, you don't have to stick to just doing one thing anyway. Mm. You don't have to. You don't have to be conformed, you know, even as an artist, it's just one type to stick to one kind of to genre. I think Drake is probably the best. This guy does everything. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Example of that. But you don't have to stay in one lane in what you're doing. Not at all. Not at all, man. I mean, it's it's really just up to, up to you. At the end of the day, um, you know, an artist's creativity is uh, their asset, you know, that's mm. right. hate to use a business word when it comes to creativity, yeah, but, but really and truly it is. Uh, but, but really, I mean, you could even see, <laughs> like, words like asset as, like, a creative word, because really it's just something you provide and you keep giving, um, you know, and that's just something you've got to hone, and creativity is, of course, the most valuable skill, you know, because solutions to problems are not, I feel like solutions to problems are, of course, logical, mm -hmm. but I feel like logic is intrinsically creative. Like that's what that's what people value, and that's what people pay, you know, exponential amounts for, the ability to solve problems creatively. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. mm. Oh, that's it. You're dropping a lot of gems, man. <laughs> You're dropping a lot of no, gems. I'm a young guy. I don't know much. What? That's what I. It's funny though. That's what I deal with all the time. Like, <laughs> so like, cause I look so young, man. I look so young. I mean, I love it. Obviously, people want to look young. You're looking young. We're all course, looking young course, in course, here. But it's like, <clears throat> a lot of the time, I, I deal with like people like, oh, um, you're young. What What would you know? And, and a lot of the time, you know, these people. Um, have uh, firstly considerably older than me and they haven't taken ownership and responsibility of their lives to any considerable degree of course whereas i have because in a sense i felt like i didn't have to but of course I, 
I chose to, you know, of course, yeah. and it was extremely tough because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for me, I left home when I was 17, I was doing all, you know, had a lot of personal issues, a lot of things, a lot of systems in my mm -hmm. way, but really and truly, I, I, I'm even more than that, I, I try not to even, like, use use the past because I try and just focus on the now, yeah, like, now. I think recently, um, thanks to a book I'm reading, <laughs> uh you know and and for me it's just it's been amazing i'm so glad i struggled my god struggle is such a privilege i've been realizing because people who have never gone through any struggle like nowadays i kind of i kind of be like man i wish you could understand the sense of fulfillment i feel when my head hits my pillow at night <laughs> especially when i remember what my life was like five six years ago how like how the struggle was like yeah, 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 um yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it was a mad one I wouldn't even go into, but it's like, for me, being, I guess, put on the path of most resistance has led to a life of so much fulfillment, man. Yeah. So yeah. much fulfillment. The, the greatest, the greatest things attained anyway are not, you know, easily attainable, mm. you know? So I, I definitely, I definitely relate to that. It's funny because I was even watching an Instagram IG live video today where someone was, um, he was detailing how his wife who conceived three kids chosen for all three of them not to take any morphine or anesthesia or anything like that but purposely to appreciate you know the pain and the struggle wow. for what's to come at the end mm -hmm. and it's a it's very powerful it's 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 so powerful because naturally as human we try and escape that right we do try and escape that in whatever way possible but it builds so much, you know, oh, yeah. it does so much, so much, so much. Oh yeah, I mean, I feel like the depth of emotions we can experience are essentially infinite. Mm -hmm. um, and something like that, you know, birthing a child into the world, that's like, obviously we'll never know, but that's a deep, <laughs> deep well of emotion being experienced. And the fact Crazy. that she's chosen not to go on any morphine means that like, immediately and psychologically the value she will attach mm. to her kids different mm. different compared different, yeah. to if she had chosen to go on any sort of anesthetic mm -hmm. different you know because because yeah i mean I'm not, I'm like, <laughs> you got me put different for that man you got me put different for that you got, I, that reminds me of a post-it because i got about i got about maybe you know 100 now post-it to my flat um just some random random quotes things um yeah. And one of them, I mean, this is, you have to understand this quote in a specific um, context, kind of like the one you just described. Uh, one of the quotes is, pain is the process of true passion being born. <laughs> yeah, it's up there somewhere. I think on my right speaker. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <It's the right laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely like one of I think life's I think hidden gems, you know, um, appreciating that, um, which is which is so cool. So, um, in terms of yourself, man, what you got planned? If you can, you know, let us know what you got planned for this year. What have I got planned for this year? Oh man, I know there's five months left, but there's still time. Yeah, damn, only five months. I got a lot of stuff planned, man. Uh, I've been gigging a lot. Recently, had two gigs last week, but one of them was at a production studio for a great, um, uh, great company called Unjam. They're a digital venue looking to, you know, really just change the landscape of, of performances, of you know, live and recorded performances. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah, that's going to be coming out soon. Um, yeah, that was shot, you know, amazingly. They had some wicked cameras to look like Transformers, so I'm, I'm sure the videos are going to be cool. on point. Um, sound engineer as well, spoke to him, he knows his stuff. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be cool. So I've got some more, I want to do some more live gigs. I also want to put on some more events. Um, it's like a month ago or so, I was putting on uh, an event at the Private Men's Club in Haggerston. That was really cool. Um, called the King's Head. Uh, yeah, that was a lot I've heard of fun. Place, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting spot. Um, yeah, a real interesting spot. That was really cool. I did that with a guy called Adam Hughes, um, okay. wicked musician as well, wicked pianist um, and producer. Uh, so yeah, I wanna I wanna be doing more. I guess really, really and truly, I kind of wanna get back out there. Like, I mean, uh, I've got a lot of stuff I wanna be doing. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Like, people miss being out, and it's funny. Like, even the gig on Tuesday, like, um, you know, people were just like, "Yeah, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come." I didn't even have to. I I wasn't even like, "Yo, it's been ages." They already knew it's been ages. <laughs> uh, they were like, "I'll come." Like, people were just down to go out. Like, yeah, people want to leave their house <laughs> <laughs> it sounds funny um, man fair enough bro like it's been crazy so i want i want to do yeah. like a lot of live stuff that's like something i can do short term that's a short term goal um i also really want to uh yeah start working on you know some more musical projects because i've got vaults really i've got like a vault of music um, yeah. that, i think yeah. every artist has a vault i think yeah. I, it's i feel like Every artist's vault is like full of listeners. I'm a listener, and I can only imagine your vault. Well. <laughs> it's like a cookie jar that we want access to. <laughs> we we need to we need to access that Ooh, vault. We that. need to we need to. But sorry, I mean, on. at one point I won't be here forever, and at one point that vault will be released. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, you know, like I said, for me. Music is really, you know, really for spiritual fulfillment. Like, you know, since I was since I was about seventeen, I feel like I've really just been on my own. Um, you know, I had barely, if any, in fact, pretty much no contact with my family. Um, really, just doing everything on my own, having to navigate all societal systems. Um, obviously, I say on my own, but of course, I had so many other people, people help who well, yeah. became family through that process. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but it's it's um it's been an interesting one, and uh, yeah, I just I've I've documented a lot of the journey through music, um, and yeah, there's just so much. I mean, there's a tune I've got called Family, um, which is like the first time I played that. <laughs> I love it. You see, that reminds me of another quote of mine, which is the only truth is action. Yeah, <laughs> that that's true as well. Because, that's 100% true. <laughs> because for me, like. Whenever I want to get something done, I always want it done yesterday, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm exactly you know? the same. Um, exactly the but same. that one, that was, that one broke out of the vault um, because of the stars aligning on a particular night when I had a gig. Um, anyway, long story short, when I played that first time, Notting Hill Arts Club, a uh, couple, I think a couple of Novembers ago, maybe November 2019, half the crowd. Tears. <laughs> I was like, this is wow. just one from the you, vault. You, you like that. That's <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it was a deep one. It was a deep one. Uh, that tune's called Family. Um, I think it's on my SoundCloud. I'm gonna give that a, a spin. Oh, um, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like because for me it's all it's all just sound, like genres are just like colours and templates you can use. Um, but really the emotion is what you want to get. Um, mm -hmm. 
So yeah, man. I mean, more music on the way. Uh, EP maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, yeah, definitely on the way. Um, I want to start working towards. In fact, I wanted to drop an album. Um, I decided to put it on hold because of everything that was going on the past couple of years. So, um, but yeah, we move, and it's just uh, not even a setback. It's just uh, you know more more time to perfect it really yeah uh so yeah just putting out more music man um gonna facilitate some more events as well now we can actually go out and enjoy ourselves 100%. and listen to live music oh man i'm gonna do a lot more jams as well if you're around east london come oh, through yeah. i'm gonna be jamming like in a bunch of places Sweet. i recently put up a video of me jamming at a wicked joint called the jago um, I saw that. You saw that? Yes. Come on, man. I was, <laughs> I was there like with these sunnies, but yeah. in black. I was playing my guitar. I was vibing. With burner boy glasses. <laughs> exactly. All of that. Burner boy, Migos, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> these, I love these because they make it look like I haven't got a single bill to pay in the world, <laughs> which is gonna be further from the truth. But you know, it is what it is. You can dream oh, one day. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be doing many more jams. I want to be back on stage, like in any That's capacity. Sick. Whether I'm headlining or supporting or just, yeah. you know, playing maybe, yeah, just guitar or just like vibing on the mic, anything, man. Yeah. I just want to be, it. I just want to be close to people again, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in an audience and a crowd and be part of that audience and crowd. I've got so many gigs and I want to see and, you know, festivals to go to, festivals to play. Yeah. yeah. Sounds busy, man. Sounds, sounds lit. Sounds high. Sounds, <laughs> I love the energy, bro. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> But bro, I can't imagine we're literally approaching our mark. It's time flown by. Certainly did. Uh, but I'm a holler you for these gigs. Yes, please. Off camera, hundred yes, percent. <laughs> Definitely do that. Um, but the links will be in the description. Um, but where can people find you? You know, in terms uh, of the socials. Socials: Insta, it's Jay Johnson official. Uh, yeah, Facebook: Jay Johnson. Um, music or something along those lines <laughs> if you know i hate to you know you see because i'm such an in-person guy i like doing things like yeah, management yeah, like, yeah, 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 socials. Yeah. anyway you go to jjohnson.co.uk you'll see it all that's jay johnson with an h yeah yeah i appreciate you're still on soundcloud as well because that is that's a i still have mine i'm never going to delete it because there are some it's like um how can i say there are very there are some lost treasures and, and i have you know mixes and things like that but Couple years ago, I respect that man. That's solid. Solid. Another reason for me to keep using yeah now. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Everything's gonna be up there. My whole discography is gonna be up on my um, website. I took some stuff off Spotify recently. Um, Okay. Yeah, and just uh, yeah. But anyway, if you go on jjohnson.co.uk, you'll see all that good stuff. I really wanted to do a second series of uh, loops on the roof. If you uh, if you're putting my Insta, you'll know what that is. Um, So basically, yeah. So basically, um, yeah, I got a really, I've been very, very lucky. Um, so what I'm saying at the moment, I got a nice roof terrace and I was doing some loops on, on the roof um, last summer. That was really cool. I wanted to do it this summer, but this weather is so temperamental. Mm-hmm. Plus there's a lot of stuff on now, especially out because we can't go out because last summer it was, you know, everything was locked up. Um, but yeah, still, still looking into that as well. I haven't forgotten about that. And uh, yeah. Yeah. more stuff on the way yeah so like I said. that's dope bro i love this man i love this i love this conversation and <laughs> likewise the, the ones that you love we say is never not the last time mm. it's definitely not the last time you know be dope to have you on even with another artist you know sometime later this year um but i loved it man 
I know love, love, love. I, I feel the love, feel the energy. Appreciate it, I love it, man. Feeling so mutual. Much. Come on. Uh, but guys, yeah, the links will be in the description. Um, you heard from the man himself. This guy, he's a jack of all trades. Watch out for this guy, literally. Literally, watch out for this guy because he, he, <laughs> he's doing a lot and a lot's going to come out of it. I'm come 100% on. sure of that. Yeah, come yeah. on. I like, to, uh, I like to work, you know... Um, under the radar <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna close it off <laughs> but yeah guys thank you for watching for listening um and if you have any questions or anything else uh send us a message or you can drop some comments in the comments section unscripted yeah peace